On today's podcast from the North Walhalla Church of God, Reverend Cordell Godwin's message is entitled, The Christian Race. Today's message is from Wednesday evening, January 10, 2018. Now here's your speaker, Cordell Godwin. In 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, and begin reading at verse 24, and we'll read down through the 27th verse of the First Corinthians, the ninth chapter. And how many of you ever been in a race? I don't mean a car race now. I don't mean dragging. I, I, I'm trying to see who can outdo one another on the road. Because we got too much, because we got one of the deputies right back here right now. You better not raise your hand for that, because he he may be on the lookout for you. Uh, and no, I just picked him. I, I know him, and I knew his dad, and he, his dad's a great man also. I appreciate him. But uh, in school, you have races. In youth camps, you have races. And uh, children have races all the time. See who can beat and get to finish line the quickest. Well, it's not that I'm trying to uh, convey a message to you about getting to the finish line the quickest, but I want to convey a message to you. Be sure that you will get to the finish line. Some will get there before others. This past week, within a week, I've had the, uh, the privilege to help families, uh, three different families conduct funeral services. We never know when death is going to knock on our door. We never know when something is going to happen. And main thing, we never know what's going to happen when we get on the road. But one thing we do know, we know who holds our tomorrow. And we know that he'll hold our hand. And he will get us through. In 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, 24, begin reading. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every man that strivest for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to attain a corruptible crown. But I like this, but we do it, we, but we as an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so fight I, not as one that beateth the ear, but I keep under my body. And church, hear this verse of scripture right here. We need to do this every day. I keep under my body and bring it under subjection lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. I don't know about you, I would not want to become a castaway after I have put in 60 years plus in serving God. But there is a possibility that that could happen to me if I yield to the arm of the flesh, if I yield to sinful desires. But if I keep my eyes on the goal and looking unto Jesus, I know home that I have put my trust in that we're going to make it by the grace of God. My subject tonight is a Christian race. Let us pray. God in heaven, I do thank you tonight for the value of prayer. I thank you for what it means to pray. 
It means everything to me, God, to know that I serve a pre-entering God. I, I serve a God who cares. I, a God who walks in dark hills. A God who knows every need. I, we thank you for these faithful people on Wednesday night that come to church. Oh God, I, whether the weather is suitable or not. Oh God, I, many times they press their way forward I, because they love the house of God. I, now Lord, as I have been called to preach tonight, God, I, your, your word, I, I want you to anoint me tonight. I want to feel God. I, I want to feel the power of God. I, I want the Holy Ghost of God to move in this service tonight, God. I, send down the power. Send down the Spirit. I, God, touch your people tonight, Lord. I, let someone be blessed from this service tonight. I, and touch our pastor's father tonight. I, and touch our pastor and his family I, while they're away. I, God, will give you the praise and honor for it all in Jesus' name. And amen. Amen. We all have, from childhood days, we have played games, and we have tried to see who could get to the finish line first. Well, that's not what I'm, I'm not playing a game tonight. I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious when it comes to serving God. When I started serving God when I was age 16, God took me when I had nothing to offer to him. And he made something out of me that I could give back to others and, and, and say, God, you did it. And I didn't do it, and, but you did it. And, and I wouldn't take nothing for my journey tonight. And you know why? Because it gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by and, and the closer home we get, and the better it's getting all the time. And because I know soon and very soon that the trump of God's going to sound. And I've said so many times that at a funeral service at a cemetery, and I would love to be standing by and the precious saint of God and when the trump of God sounds and because by the time they get the ground level and in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, and we shall all be changed, and we shall all be caught up together and to meet the Lord and in the air. What a day that's going to be! And the flag goes down and at the very moment and when you start running, and, and that flag stays down and until you get on the other side, and, and you see and that victory has been won for you. And I don't know about you, and some said it about me when I. I started out and we had a three week revival my dad did at in Buford and and a little lady across the street from the old stuff church of God and they have built two other churches since then and, but they said it won't last long and it will soon fade out and we had a, a lot of people to get saved in the three weeks of revival and now we can't even hardly have one night of revival and much less three weeks of revival Bible, and, but now and we find that and by the grace of God, and that's been a little over 60 years ago, and, and Brother Anthony, it just gets sweeter and, and sweeter and sweeter as the days go by, and because I'm getting closer home, and I can almost see the lights of that city, and what a day that's going to be and for the people of God, and, but you know what? And I've got a, a race to run, and I've got a battle to fight, and I've got a devil to resist, and 
I got temptations I, to overcome and resist. I, I've got to make up in my mind that I am going through I, whatever the cost may be, I, whatever the price may be. I, I have made up my mind that I am going to see that sweet promised land, I, that beautiful land, that heaven is surely going to be worth it all. I, are you ready to meet heaven tonight and ready to go and see Jesus? If I'm preaching too loud, turn this mic. I go. I just get too loud. I get excited. I, Brother Frank Knight told me one time, he said, Brother Godwin, said one thing about you, you have got a strong voice. My wife said it's too strong. My wife says I talk too much. She said, you, I talk too loud, all those kind of things. And, but I keep on keeping on just like I am. I guess I done got set in my ways and hard to get out, get changed from the way that I'm in. And, but I'm here to tell you, church, and we're on a journey tonight. I, how many of you believe you're on a journey? Have you regretted a mile that you've traveled for the Lord yet? Have you regretted a battle that you've had to fight? Because my Bible said in the Old Testament, this battle is not your battle, but this battle is my battle. Let me handle that battle for you. And you know, too many times we as Christian people, and we try to solve our own problems. And we try to make a, that give the answers to our own problems. And why don't we learn to wait on the Lord and, and put them in the hands of God Almighty and, and said, here they are, God. And I can't do it. And, but God, I know that you can. And God, I'm trusting you now, Lord. And you're going to send us a mighty breakthrough. And how many of you believe that tonight? Now, there are rules to follow to compete in the race. In Hebrews, the 12th chapter, verse 1, so therefore, let us henceforth lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Now, friend, you cannot take the world on this race. Don't get too quiet on me now. I'm from that old school of believing it, preaching it just like it is in the Word of God. You cannot take anything and everything with you. You got to make up in your own mind, sink, swim, live or die. I am going to take a stand for God. I'm going to stand for my God because if I stand for my God, my God will stand for me. And I have promised you one thing. He will not let you down. He will not fail you. He will not turn his back against you because you are a child of the King. and You are sheltered in the arms of God and he will keep you till the last storm of life is over. And when your feet touches the streets of gold and, and you shout on the hilltops of glory and you will say it's been worth it all and the race that I have been running and it's been worth it all and thank God I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. And is that the way you feel about it? Amen. I feel that way about it. Now I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't feel a bit more like preaching tonight. 
when the preacher first called me, and even when I got through studying, I didn't feel much better then. But I said, God, I'm going to do it because you've never have let me down. And you know that feeling has done left me. I feel like I could preach an hour. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I got a clock I'm looking at back up behind Amen. And I believe you let down about 8 o'clock. And we'll do our level best to stand by those rules. But we have been called by God the Father. You did not get your calling from a man. You preachers, you did not get your calling from a man. God called you. God said, I want you. God says, I see something in you that I can make something better out of you. And I'm glad that he saw something, he could make something better out of me and because I couldn't even talk plain. And, but the Lord just took me and, and took that speech problem away and, and God just cleaned me up and, and made my mind up. And I'm going to preach. I'm going through by the grace of God. And I don't know about you, and, but football is a a famous sport around in this part of the country and you've been watching a lot of it here recently and, and some of us have been happy and, and some of us haven't been too happy and, because your team didn't win and, oh, oh but let me tell you and, only one team is going to win and, in a football game and, but I'm here to tell you every blood bump saint of God and, if you are purpose in your heart and, I'm going through by the grace of God and I'm not going to let nobody and I'm not going to let my family and I'm not going to let my job and I'm not going to let no one in church and anywhere else and get in my way and I am going through and because I've done come too far now I've got too much to gain to lose and heaven is going to be worth it all and so I challenge you tonight fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life and don't you let it go It'd be worth it all. Brother Anthony, this is the way I preached when you came to our church when you was courting. <laughs> That's been a long time ago. Quite a few years ago. Amen. But I, I still preach the word. We have been commissioned by our Lord. Go ye therefore into all nations. Teach all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost. And we have also been committed by the Holy Ghost. Now, let me tell you one thing. A lot of people have just about got away from the word Holy Ghost. I'm from the old school again. Here you go, preacher. That's what you're going to say. I like when the King James Version says the Holy Ghost, I like to say Holy Ghost. When it says Holy Spirit, I like to say Holy Spirit. I'm not ashamed to say God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Because they're all three 
individual personalities, but they're three in unity, they're three in harmony, and, and thank God that you can call up that number anytime you want to, and you don't have to worry about getting a busy signal, and that line will always be open to you, and because he said, if my words abide, oh glory to God, and hallelujah, I just felt the preacher just said that. He said, if my words abide in you, and, and you abide in me, and you can ask what you will, and it shall be done. And do you believe that tonight? I, I believe it 100%. <laughs> Glory to God. My Lord, that time is moving on. I hadn't even laid the first foundation. I got the first point in. Let me move on and get another one. The contenders in the faith, who are they? We are compassed about with a great cloud of witnesses. Who, who are these great cloud of witnesses? Now, I have read the heavenly cloud, witnesses that's looking on. I know God the Father's looking down. I know God the Son. And I know that God the Holy Ghost, he's everywhere. He's doing the work of Jesus right now. Jesus did his work here on earth. He shed his blood on Calvary's hill. And because of that tonight, we are able to have freedom of access to the throne room of God at any time we want to. You can call him up, you can call him up, and you will never find a line busy, and you will find an almighty God that waited and said, call on me, all you that, that are hungry and thirsty, and come unto me, and, and I will give you the desires of your heart and if you but come to me. But listen, you know what most people do? They wait until the last thing they call the preacher. Come and pray for my loved one. Pray that they'll get saved. I want my loved one to get saved. But I purpose in my heart, if no one from, from around about my family goes to heaven, I made up in my mind I'm going through. I'm going to see what that sweet Beulah land is going to be like. But more important than that, as I have made out my funeral arrangements and the songs I want, and right now they are standing, Amazing Grace and the Eastern Gates. And then I added another one, and Dar said, you keep on, you're going to have a singing convention. And the other one I've added, I bowed on my knees and I cried holy. That song, it does something to me every time I hear it. I don't care who sings it, where I hear it on radio or television, but how the angel takes that individual all over heaven. They see all the splendors of heaven, but they see oh, all the sights there is to behold. But oh, I want to see Jesus. Take me to Jesus. I want to see the one that died for me. I want to see glory to God. My Lord, I feel like a shot pit coming on me. Hallelujah. Don't worry. Nothing's going to happen. God 
God's going to take care of everything and he's got everything in control and I'm not ashamed of this old time religion and some people like the old uh, this new modernistic way and, but give me the old time way and let me be able to say hallelujah let me be able to say amen and let me be able to say praise God and, and shout hallelujah when I want to preacher you just get beside yourself you can call it whatever you want to call it. Brother Joel, I'll enjoy myself. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I said to God, after I told Brother Noel this afternoon, I had done said, had my mind set. I was getting ready to walk out of the house. When I walked back in my study and I saw my phone lying there and I saw that where Brother Neil had called, I said, I better call him back. He said, I need you. I said, what do you, you got somebody you want me to go see? He said, no, I want you to preach tonight. He said, will you do it? I said, well, I have done it before at the last minute. I've done it for a lot of other preachers. I said, I don't see why. I didn't tell him this, though. I said, I don't see why I can't do it for you, but I did it for God. I said, God, I will do my best, and I'm putting the rest of it in your hand. And, and you know what? He's already done taking care of it. And if I don't say anything else, and I believe he's already done got glory and, and played you at what I have said just for. And I'm here to let you know tonight that we are contenders in a race and we have a heavenly cloud and, and we have a correct cloud of earthly witness expecting our, our best and some are watching just to see if we will endure and, and finish the race with patience and you know there's a lot of people don't believe when you got saved and it would last and, but you have proven them wrong haven't you and you know how you proved them wrong and because greater is he that's in you and that he that's in the world and you have Jesus on the inside and you've got God the Father and you've got the angels of God all around you and you've got the promises of God and he said I will never put more upon you than you're able to bear and with every temptation I will make a way of escape so don't let your head drop down and lift up your head and Jesus is coming soon and I said Jesus is coming soon and are you ready for him? I'm ready. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ah, Lord. I feel the preacher of my soul right now. The cross of Christ is always before us as our vision. Remember this. No cross, no crown. If you're going to have a crown, Paul said here, they strive to win a corruptible crown. But said, we are pressing and fighting for an incorruptible crown. And I watched those beauty pageants. I don't know where they were crocodile tears or where they're real tears. I know, I'm, I'm sure that every one of them are real tears. And every one of them are crying, hugging one another. But can you imagine what it's going to be like when the trump of God sounds 
and the dead in Christ is raised, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together and to meet the Lord in the air, and, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And, and when we stand before him, when he puts that incorruptible crown upon our head, and, and we will go in the ring with him as kings and priests and for a thousand years down here on earth, and, and then after that, and the last battle's going to be fought, and, and then you know what? At time shall be no more and angel steps out and, and said time shall be no more and won't it be wonderful and you won't never have to go back and punch a time card and listen to that old fussy supervisor and amen I hope I'm not talking one here tonight and amen I might be I don't know who's supervising or who's not supervising and I don't know that and, but you won't have to hear because the Bible said Hebrews 4 9 I used in the funeral service yesterday and henceforth they shall rest from their labor and their works do follow them. Thank God there's coming a resting day for the children of God if we'll run the race with patience. Don't give up. Amen. I said don't give up. Hold on. The challenge of the rules are in 1 Corinthians 9 and 29 said every man that strives must be temperate in all things. You've got to keep yourself, keep number one. You can't, you can't help what somebody else does. What somebody across the seat from you in church, if they're straddling the fence, God's going to take care of them. You work out your own salvation with fear and trembling because you will answer to God for your own self. You won't have to answer to God for what they're doing. And don't go pointing fingers at them all the time because when you point fingers at them, you got three more pointing back at you. You let God handle this situation. My God is able to put 10,000 to flight in a moment of time. He's able to put the enemy on the, on the move. I, he's able to put the devil on the move. He cast Lucifer and a third of the angels out of heaven I, many, many years ago. And let me tell you, God doesn't diminish in his strength. I, he is still an almighty God. I, he is still an all-powerful God. I, he is still a God that I can count on and I can call him up in the middle hours of the night I, and I can find him to be God. I, I can call him up in the daytime. I, I can find him to be the same God. I, why? Because I know I, I'm running a race I, that I'm going to win. How do you know you're going to win? Because I've got my little hand in his great big hand. He's leading me through his, by his spirit. Glory. There's times, you know, that poem, the footprints in the sand. I don't understand it. I look back over my shoulders. I don't see but one set of footprints. The Lord lets that person know that's when I got you up in my arms. I'm carrying you. I'm here to tell you, Brother Anthony, Brother Joel, you preachers, he's carried us through a lot of places, a lot of things that you and I could not have went through.
I think about Sister Collins back then, her husband. He carried him to a lot of places in his time when he served God, when he preached. Now he's at home. Battles are over for him. Victory's been won. Won't it be wonderful when the race has been won eternally? You won't never have another fight with that devil. As I heard one man say one time at one of our state's meetings, he said, if he had a request of the Lord, he would like to ask him to let him at the very end take his foot. He did it like that and kicked that old devil on over into the lake of fire for all the harm and the ag aggravation and the trouble that he had brought upon mankind. But we think about the song, the devil will be bound for a thousand years. We shout about that. I've read where he's got on to be bound a thousand years, but it's going to be eternity. The angel's going to get the old Lucifer. Going to get the great dragon. Folks, prophet, antichrist, all of them going to be cast into the lake of fire. Amen. And they will be there forever and ever. You have no tempter then for sure. Won't it be wonderful, church? I've got two minutes and I'm quitting. About the third down. And I won't never finish this in three minutes. The charge you receive here is looking under Jesus as our commander. Don't look to Anthony. Don't look to me. Don't look to Brother Joel. None of us can walk with you. As David said in the 23rd Psalm, got down to the fourth verse, yea, though I walk through. There's one little word in there, through. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff. In other words, he was saying simply this. Your word and your spirit is going to be with me. When my wife has to stay behind, when my son's son and my daughters can't go no further, and when my friends can't go no further, he said, I'm going to go all the way with you through the valley of the shadow of death. And the last verse in the 23rd Psalm, it says, And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I wish I had time to finish this, but I do not have time, and I will do it in injustice to try to finish it in two minutes. But you are, we are in a race. Don't quit. Don't give up. Hold on. Fight the good fight of faith, as Paul told Timothy. Lay hold on eternal life. Don't you let it go. No matter what the devil tries to do to you. People may say it's not real anymore. It is still real.
Old time salvation is still real. There's still power in the blood. Glory to God. I said there's still power in the blood. There's still power in the Holy Ghost. There's still power. And, oh, hallelujah. In the word of God. And he said heaven and earth shall pass away. And, but my word shall never pass away. Let us all stand. I feel the preacher coming back on me some more. I better quit. Glory to God, hallelujah. He come on, my mama, she come out of here. Church, I'm going to be honest with you. Cordell Godwin didn't do this preaching tonight. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost did this. I told him riding up the road from out there in the retreat community, I said, I cannot do it without you, God. I've got to have you tonight. I have really spent a lot of time on the road in the last couple of weeks going and seeing people. I'm not complaining about it. That's my calling. I love to do it. It's a part of me. But the earthly tabernacle gets tired sometimes. And this afternoon, I didn't get my nap. It's like on Sunday afternoon, I don't know whether Brother Joel, like I am or not, but I can go all week. But after I eat a big Sunday meal with my wife that has cooked, and believe you me, she's a good cook. I can eat that big meal, and by the time I go in there and sit in that recliner, and hope, hopefully Bill Gaither will be on, or, or John Hagee will be on, somebody that will, will really preach the word. I stretched back in that recline in five minutes. Doris said, I'm gone. She said, you are sawing the logs. I, I said, did I go to sleep? She said, you did go to sleep. But I tell you what, I feasted on God in the house of God. I feasted on the natural food at home. And then God let me have the rest to come back. And God's a great God. I hope I've said something tonight to encourage you. Amen. Don't give up in your race. You might feel like you're the only one. You can go ahead and start playing if you softly if you want to. I, I forgot about my granddaughter back then. I could have told things about her tonight. No, I. Uh, she's a fine girl. I appreciate her. I started out to see the end. Soon and very soon, we're going to see the end. Because fastly they're gathering on the other side, one by one. But oh, when the trump of God sounds, what a day! When you have ran a good race. As Paul said to Timothy, I have fought a good fight. Henceforth, there's a crown of righteousness laid up for me. But he reached down into the North Wahala Church of God, as it, so to speak, and said, not for me only, but all them also that love his appearing. There's a crown of righteousness laid up. I want my crown. As you wear your crown. But I want to make sure that I have a crown 
but it would be because of the bloodstained Savior, one that took my place at Calvary Shield. Is there anyone here tonight you're not certain about you and, and the Lord? You're not certain about where you're going to spend eternity? Eternity is forever, forever. There's no ending to it. It's forever. I challenge you tonight. Get right with God. And you have been the most attended congregation tonight. And you have done what I asked God to help you to do. You worship. You may not have ran the aisles, but I saw the expression on your face. You was taking in what I was preaching. Let me tell you something. This book here, it's good to live by. It's going to be good to die by. And then do you know one thing? When you get to heaven, this book is going to be up in heaven also. Not my personal Bible here, but the Word of God is going to be up in heaven. May God bless you. I trust I have been a blessing to you tonight. I just regret that our pastor's father is having this problem. I thought a few days ago that he was about to jump his last hurdle, that he was about over everything. It seemed like he was doing good. We never know this is how life is. It's uncertain. But we know who holds our tomorrow. He will hold our hand. And he will hold our preacher's hand and their family. So remember them in prayer. Brother Joel, will you pray?